Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about darkling beetles. So right off the bat, um, I was sick all last week, and I put off recording hoping that my voice would sound more normal. Um, So I'm recording this on Sunday, the day that this episode airs, because I thought, like, if I waited just one more day, my voice would sound normal, and then I could record, and it would be like nothing happened. But, I mean, I sound terrible still. So, I apologize for my voice in this episode, but it's it's better than it sounded, like, yesterday or two days before, but it's still not back to normal. So, I'm so sorry, but here we are. We're doing it. Um, If you're new here, I love beetles. We're talking about beetles today, if you forgot. They're my favorite bug. The individual types are just also different, and they're very cool. Darkling beetles are definitely more basic looking than some of the others, but I think they're still great. We had some when I kept the live bug exhibit at the Children's Museum, and they were one of my favorite bugs to watch. There are about 20,000 species of darkling beetles out there. Most are nocturnal, and most are like a black, brown, or dark gray color, and they can be found basically all over the world. The most common type, the ones we'll be focusing on today, are long and slender, and these are the mealworm darkling beetles. And I think the best place to start here is just with their life cycle, because it's so interesting. So the mealworm darklings start out, like all insects, as eggs, These small white eggs are laid in the dirt, and the larvae that emerge are common mealworms. If you have a lizard, snake, frog, turtle, or really any pet that eats bugs, you know what mealworms are. Most pet stores have freeze-dried mealworms and the gross-smelling canned ones. If you've never experienced that smell, congratulations, it's awful. If you're like a serious lizard person, I guess. Uh, You may keep the beetles just for constant access to the mealworms. Um, Anyway, once the larvae emerge, they eat for something like three or four months, then go back underground to pupate. And they'll stay underground for a few weeks, and then they'll emerge as beetles. And they can live for up to 20 years, which is incredible for an insect. For comparison, the lifespan I was given for my blue death feigning beetles which are another type of darkling beetle, is like five to 10 years. And there are other species that only live for a few months. So darklings are kind of all over the place with lifespans. So as adults, they continue to eat. They love both fresh and decaying plant matter. And in captivity, they like fruits and vegetables, really anything you can give them they love. They're pretty low maintenance and just sort of do their thing in the dirt and usually they live in like really large numbers. Something like 2,500 is considered to be a small amount. I am not sure how many we had at the museum, but if you really paid attention, the ground in their tank was always moving because there were always babies underground, there were, they were always pupating underground, and they also had this habit of dragging their food underground to eat. So it was kind of hard to tell when they needed to be fed all the food was underground and it was 
impossible to clean their tank out without just completely replacing the substrate. I don't know if that was just a habit of this particular colony or if all mealworm darkling beetles drag their food underground, but it was very interesting. Um, Also, the mealworms and beetles have been known to eat each other when no other food source is available. I would like to pause here really quick and say, I've said the word mealworm a lot, but they aren't actual worms. So worms are their own thing. One doesn't go from being a worm to being a beetle. So the common name is inaccurate. I didn't want to end the episode with anybody thinking that they go from eggs to worms to beetles. They're just larvae with an incorrect name. They go from eggs to larvae to beetles, like all beetles. They all do that. I would also like to say that people do eat mealworms. They're an easy and accessible food source that's high in protein and low in fat. That makes me think that they would be a great source for that nasty protein powder to be made out of. But what do I know? That stuff's gross. Protein powder's nasty. Eating insects is very popular in parts of the world that I am not from, so I always think it's interesting to learn what insects are snacks. In my area, we are just now starting to see things made out of cricket flour, but not like in the grocery stores. It's like in shops with novelties. I have opinions on using insects as a food source, but that's not really what we're doing today, so I'll just leave it there. A couple more quick things before we wrap this episode up. Darkling beetles can't fly due to their fused wings. Some species release a bad smell to deter predators. So think things like lizards, birds, that kind of thing. We were talking about one specific beetle today. The darkling beetle that we were discussing does not fly and does not produce that awful smell. Finally, will it pet? Absolutely. We talked about them being kept as a food source for other pets, but there is more to it. Some classrooms keep darkling beetles as pets to show life cycles and habitats super well. They're also kept in labs as food sources for lab animals. And finally, they're fun to keep as pets for people who want beetles. I don't know many people out there who keep beetles, but as somebody who does have pet beetles, they are great pets. Alrighty, let's recap and close this one out so that I can rest my voice. Darkling beetles are a huge group of something like 20,000 species. One species starts out as mealworms, which is very exciting. I always thought they were their own things, but they're just baby beetles. So if you're somewhere where these beetles are native, you're just like outside hanging out, pulling weeds, dealing in your garden, and there's mealworms there. I think that's so interesting. All right, that'll do it for this episode. I'll see you next week, hopefully with my voice back, on another episode of the Bug Plug Podcast. The Bug Plug is researched by Kaylee, written by Kaylee, recorded by Kaylee, and edited by Kaylee. The Bug Plug's theme is from Fine Tune Music. You can follow The Bug Plug on Instagram and TikTok by searching The Bug Plug, and reach out to us by emailing bugplugpod at gmail.com.